Hey, it's Kaylin, and welcome to your TV Digest. What show should I watch next? Well, last year I started this podcast because I wanted to be able to talk about my favorite shows and hope that other people have the same interest to talk about those shows. And one of the main shows was The Bachelor and the whole entire franchise. Well, a year later, I did not want to talk about The Bachelor, okay, because I just was over it. I was still watching because, I don't know, it's like it sucks you in even though it's so terrible. And the person that they had for this season of The Bachelor was just not for me. I just was not looking forward to this season at all. And I still watched it. And I'm like, "Mm, okay, maybe it'll be interesting. But no. Here we are finally at the end of I don't even remember what season it is 23 24 um and it's been a mess the whole season has been a huge mess at one point I thought hmm maybe it's not gonna be as bad as I thought it actually is much more entertaining no it's just still a hot mess like I thought it was gonna be and the trend as of late is not really the traditional sense of the bachelor with the happy endings and I'm like you know what I'm not here for this change okay I watched this show for the fantasy of it all, okay? Happily ever after. Someone engaged. Now, do they make it all the time? No. Some do and are married to this day. Some don't. Cool. It's a show. It's a craziness. I get it. But lately, these people are just going rogue. And I'm I'm sure the producers and everything is cool with that because they're trying to keep the show spicy, you know, keep the audience coming back, try to drag, you know, draw more in. I get it, but then on the flip side, I'm over it. I need this happily ever after. I don't need this real life relationship thing, okay? I need to pretend that they gonna live happily ever after. And maybe that's the problem with society today, right? We always want this happily ever after story. Again, this is TV, it's entertainment. That's what it's there for, okay? I don't want this real life drama. (laughs) Okay, I had to get it out first. I'm not going to recap the whole entire season because I did not recap each episode like I did last season because I just had no interest. But after everything that's happened, I just had to say a few of my thoughts of the season and how it all went down and just the craziness of it. I would say throughout this whole entire season, the whole common theme to me with the lead, uh, the lead guy, the bachelor, uh, Peter, has been to me his lack of you know it could be editing we never know but to me they portrayed him as having a lack of um assuredness knowing what he wants it just seemed like he was so easily swayed by drama and it's just like you keep reiterating like I'm not here for the games and blah 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 but at the same time you feed into it as soon as someone tells you something you're like okay let me hear what you have to say you know what you're right they probably are this and then two seconds later actually you gotta go because they were telling me was right it's just like make up your mind sir like what do you want like I just 
I felt like he had a lot of wishy-washiness this whole entire season. And it was very annoying because to me, if you're coming on the lead in general, I feel like they pick people who kind of are at the point where they know what they want. Um, and so it may or may not work out, but it's just like they know what they want in a partner and relationship. So it's just like if these people ain't giving it to you, then why are you keeping them around? You can kick them off anytime you want. You can give them second three chances for what? You don't owe them nothing. I guess you do it for the drama, the ratings. But then you're just saying, I'm following my heart. I'm speaking my truth. Whatever. So that was annoying to me this whole entire season. I just feel like he didn't really know what he wanted and just was easily swayed by everything. Okay. It is interesting too. A lot of times I think people have said there's a trend like the first impression rose makes it to the end or is picked. And this would happened this season. So that's interesting. Um, I don't know. I, I would have to go back and look at the people that have actually like taken the time to notate that because I have not. I just remember reading an article at that time. Um, a couple seasons back saying like, oh, it's kind of odd how the first impression rows that they give out, usually those person people make it to the final two or top three at least, or sometimes they're even the one picked. So it is interesting. I wonder if it's really because um, it really is just like that initial like attraction you have to that person, you click with them automatically. And then throughout the whole season, obviously they're like, getting to know the different people, but then you're going to circle back to the person you originally had the attraction to because who's about to be with 50 million people at the same time? Like you're not. So that's one interesting thing. Um, the other thing I would say, I just, when he said my heart is to belongs to two people, I'm in love with two people. I'm like, huh? Like, you're lying to yourself, bro. You're lying to yourself. I'm not saying you don't care about both people very deeply, but you know for a fact there's one person that edges the other person out that you are in love with, okay? Come on. I don't believe you. Like, please, stop pretending. Ugh, that was annoying. Really, it comes down to this. Um, the two people that he, were the final two were Madison and Hannah Ann's. Hannah Ann was the first impression, Rose. Madison, I don't know why, I guess it didn't matter. It would be either one of them, but she was the first one-on-one. She actually met his family. His parents had a vow renewal, and he took her to that. And the family loved her. He loved her. Like, you know, it was just great vibes. So I knew, like, she would make it pretty far. So, yeah, she made the final two. But when it came down towards the end... When it starts to come out, because we never knew this in the beginning, but, you know, they strategically placed it to where she now all of a sudden is ready to tell her truth as that was the most popular word on the season. I'm so over my truth. Let me say my truth. Uh, anyway, um, she basically all of a sudden is now sharing the information that she's a Christian, apparently, and she has faith is a strong thing to her and she wants a husband that, you know, faith is a big thing to him and he's to have the household and, you know, spiritually and all this. And I'm just like, whoa, 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 time out. Excuse me. You went on this show and you so strongly believe into this stuff, like what you want um, your husband to be and you're a person of faith. Like, get out of here. Like, I just don't believe you. Like, no one does that. You're going to a show where you have no idea what the other person values 
in their life. Are they a Christian? Do they value faith like you do? No clue. You're just going to go on a show, take a blind chance. And I feel like she's like 24. Like, excuse me. You have your whole life ahead of you to meet someone. And what? But you're going to choose to go on this show and expect to find someone that has the same morals and values as you. Like, get out of here. You want the show because you wanted to be on TV. Facts. Like, that's why you want to go on this show. Because there's no way you're just like, oh, I'm open to possibly love. I, then you wouldn't have those same high standards. Because if you really had those high standards, I'm sorry, you would not be on this show. Like, no one does that. I'm not going to take that chance. Like, that's crazy. I'd rather meet someone in real life and then you can know, like, if you get to know them that way, not like go on TV to do that. Because the odds are slim that they're going to have your same values. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Anyway, so that came out. And, you know, the fantasy week has the tendency, uh, the stigma of like they're going to be intimate during that time frame. Um, and which people have said they were. That's been come out that that was a thing for some people. I don't think everyone does it, but probably a lot of people do. Um, and now they're just more free with saying that they do intimate things in the fantasy suites. Um so she basically in that week was just like, yeah, I'm a person that has strong beliefs and stuff. And I would be very uncomfortable or probably walk away if you ended up being intimate with someone, because like, that's just not something that I like, I- I'm holding myself for marriage and it just be uncomfortable if you were with somebody and then like two seconds you're asking me to marry you, which is a valid thing. It's a valid thing. I'm just like, you should have said this from the get go though. But I'm, I get what she's saying. Cause it is crazy that if he was to theoretically be with three women in these three fantasy suites uh or two out of the three and then like next week you're proposing to me and you just like no I'm not cool with that not at all I get it 100% and a lot uh the other many people at that time uh Victoria and Anne uh were kind of just like uh you're giving ultimatums that's unacceptable blah 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 I'm like I guess you guys are cool with him being with some other woman and proposing them the next week I guess y'all cool with it but like, she just laying out the facts. Like, look, if you do this, this is, might be the consequences. Cause that's how it works in life. You would make choices, good or bad. There's consequences. Okay. So ain't no ultimatum. Like you're a grown man. You choose what you want to do, but just know you might lose me anyway. So of course, Mr. Peter, who had sex four times in a windmill can't not be intimate, but let, okay. I'm not to get ahead of myself, but anyway, he that ends up coming out. And so she's struggling, ready to walk away, almost does, but stays. But it's just like, it's just a big issue, you know, leading into the final two meeting his parents. Um, and he's pretty much just like, you know, he feels bad, but like at the same time, like he just doesn't have those same morals. And they had a conversation before too about faith and stuff. And he kind of just appeased her, but it's like, it's so obvious that clearly faith is not his top priority. Like sure. He went to church when he was young, maybe ever blue moon, but like, that's not his top priority. That's not his life. He ain't, he walk, he ain't walking that walk, but he will say what he needs to say to get you to stay. And she needs to run. Okay. When that happened, I was like, you need to run. Cause if you, if you for real, what you're saying, you know, you need to walk away, but she stayed. So that's why I'm like, I don't know if I believe you. Okay. Love will hundred percent blind you. So maybe that's why she stayed because maybe she, you know, or she said she's in love with them even to this day. So love will blind you. So they basically were both going back and forth about the situation and just, you know, 
she came to the conclusion that, you know, we're two different people and we have two different morals and values and two different lifestyles. And it's just not going to mesh really. And he's just like, no, 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 it's going to mesh. Like we can work through it. We can, we can work through whatever girl love conquers all. And she's just like, I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know how it's going to work. And he's just like, come on, meet my family, meet my family. Like, just, just, just try. Like, we must try. Like, I care about you so much, but like, you're not giving me anything back. I don't know how you feel about me. I'm like putting it all out there for you. And they just were going back and forth. But previously though, Hannah and I met the family. It was all sunshine. The mother loved her gushing over her, whatever. So going into Maddie, apparently they had to wait a long time for it comes out later. And so it was kind of a tense situation because they, they know the situation and they just be like, is this going to really work? You know, y'all clearly have different lifestyles, so we don't want really to see how it works. The family is saying that and they're telling him that like, think logically, like realistically, will your lives mesh? You know what she wants and what you live your life. Are they really going to mesh? And he's just like, they can, we can work through anything. Like, I just care about her so much. Like he just would not let go. Like. He basically willing to be celibate just for her, but he couldn't chill out for a second in the fantasy suites when she was telling him that. Like, that's why I'm like, it ain't adding up here, sir. It ain't adding up. So, uh, it comes to, okay, so Hannah Ann and Madison both into the family. The mother loves Madison, uh, loves Hannah Ann. Madison, she's not too sure of because she doesn't have the same type of assuredness, like, I love your son type of thing. Um, and let's, let's, let's pause. Oh, let's, yeah. Let's talk about his mother, Barb. Okay. I'm like, I feel like she's been waiting for her moment to be on TV. That's what I get from her. And I don't know, maybe, you know, he says his family's passionate and whatnot. So maybe it's a little bit of that, but I'm just like, she gave me some theatrics that was just so excessive. You could only be doing that for TV. Like, I'm sorry. Like it was ridiculous. Because he was so conflicted between Madison and Hannah Ann because I truly believe, which we will find out, uh, we found out on the finale, obviously, is that he wants Madison because he cares about her so much. But at the same time, they really do have different type of morals and values and standards. Um, and so meshing it would be kind of difficult. And I just, I mean, I honestly don't see how it work if she's saying for sure how she really feel. And he, his family's like, but you like to go out and party. So I don't know how that's going to mesh. But in his mind, I'm thinking he thinks it's possible because he cares so much about her. And he don't really want to be with Hannah Ann. He does not. He cares about her, but he's not really in love with her. That's so messed up is the fact that he talks to his family about the situation, which is fine giving your family advice. But the fact of the matter is... You were so in confliction. <laughs> That's not even a word. You were so conflicted. And your family was like, why are you so conflicted? Literally, you've listed so many negative things about Madison in the sense of like their compatibility. Not that she's like a bad person, but like compatibility. And Hannah Ann on the flip side seems like she's checking all the boxes. So like, what's your problem? Why are you holding so hard on to Madison and that's what's just so mind-boggling it's just like negative positive and you're so like stressed out what to choose but it's clear as a day that you do want to choose Madison even though y'all not really compatible but that's what you want for whatever reason and the fact that you're gonna let your mother 
which I do appreciate the fact that they've been teasing this scene all season of her theatrics of bring her back to us. These are what love stories are made of. Like, girl, this ain't the Oscar winning show for you. You're not about to win an Oscar for that performance. Calm down. Anyway, I'm glad he did kind of like, you could tell he was like, okay, mother, stop being a bit dramatic, but like in a more respectful way. Cause that was ridiculous. Like you barely know the girl, barely know the girl. You can state your opinion that like they said, you have all these like flags basically with Madison, even though you care so much, you're in love and you don't with Hannah Ann. So just think clearly about that, like realistically in real life, but you all crying, talking about go bring her home to us, bring her home to us. Are you insane? Like you sound like an insane person. Like that sounds so fake. Like, I don't care if you spent four hours with the girl, you barely knew her. I don't care if you have a little mother's intuition. Like, I don't have kids, and but I know mothers be having, like, these feelings. They know their kids and stuff. But I'm sorry. Just because she seems like she checks all the boxes doesn't mean she's the one for Peter. Either one may not be for Peter. So get out of here with this little crying dramatic. That was crazy. And the fact that he let that influence him and picked Hannah Ann when he didn't have to. Because Madison went home and then you decided to be like, my heart's with you. And then slide, like, just slide a little quickly. Like, oh, Madison went home a day ago. Like, what's that supposed to mean? Who cares? She left two seconds ago. You're saying you're choosing me as the person. Will you marry me? It was just all messed up. And you're going to have her all pumped. And she believed all of it, trusted it. She was trying to be positive. And then here we are months down, they showing that, you clearly were still heartbroken over Madison. And if we find out later, you clearly closure from Hannah Brown from last season. You don't know what you want. That's the problem. Like I said, the whole season, wishy-washy, don't know what you want. You want so bad to find love. You're so romantic and all this. But it's just like, if they ain't the one, they ain't the one. I'm sure you'll find love. Like, I mean, I don't even, he's 27. Like, come on, you're going to find somebody. It was ridiculous. And let me tell you, Hannah Ann, honestly, I didn't have no thoughts for the whole season because the whole season, it was full of just so much silliness that there was no like connection with to me with anybody other than I did kind of feel like he had a genuine connection with Madison until we found out later the big differences they had. But up until that point, I was like, okay, I can see them. They seem kind of like they vibe the most together. Everyone else, I don't see it, don't believe it. It's all fake. And so when Hannah Ann to the end, I was kind of shocked. And then I was like, oh, right. She was the first impression Rose. So that makes sense why she made it that far. But I don't know. Her edit wasn't the best to me. Maybe other people loved her on the show. But I just felt like blah to her. Like no emotion, nothing. So when she came out and put him in his place, when she uh, broke the engagement off, I was like, wow. That was a lot. Like, I want to stand up, clap. You did that, girl. You spoke the truth, okay? Was not a real man and honest with his feelings, okay? And just be straight up honest. But yet, you're going to propose to her and still have all these other emotions that you didn't figure out because you're really not sure who you want to be with? Like, that was messed up. And then, um, of course, in the finale, they had them all, again, talking stuff. And she put him in his place again there, too. And it was just... I mean, I, everything Hannah Ann said, I was like, yes, yes, yes. And you stood up for yourself 
basically, I was like, I'm proud of you, Hannah Ann, because I did not know you were that self-assured, but you are, because she was also super young. But um, the mom, okay, people are hating on the mom because, and I can understand, I mean, there's so many layers to the show that you don't see with editing and stuff, so they push the agenda they want to for TV. So I'm sure there's things that wasn't seen for the way the mom feels, how she feels, so to speak, but come on. Look, you look ridiculous. Again, with the theatrics you had at that night. And then on the live finale, you clapping all this stuff for Hannah Ann. Like, why are you so in love with her? And I'm not saying you don't have to agree with some of her tactics because you're, like, disappointing your son. But it just seemed, like, so weird that she was, like, nodding and clapping and so happy. And then it was so awkward because... uh after everything broke off engagement, like they, uh, Chris Harrison went over to Madison's where she lived and said like, what happened? Blah, blah, blah. Do you still love him? And so she's like, yes, she goes and talks to him. So they want to like, try to work it out, work through the obstacles of their differences because he's in love with her, Peter, and she's in love with him, Madison for why I don't know. Like, it's not worth it. Why are you needing to compromise all these things? If you say they're so strongly like for you, I just don't understand. Ugh. Um, Sorry, I just, my mind is just trying to fathom why they're trying to push so hard for this to work. I just don't understand. Somebody needs to explain it to me. Like, y'all really that deeply in love? I just, I just can't believe it. And the mom, I'm not saying she had, like I said, I'm not saying she didn't have any valid points, but her approach and her attitude was like just, it was all out of line. Okay, and Madison, she did her best to like say her side, like basically ain't gonna come for me like this isn't my journey too. Like it's Peter's journey, but it's my journey too. He choosing a wife. Well, I'm just trying to choose you as my husband. It goes both ways, sweetie. So, I mean, she tried to say her piece, but I felt like the whole time she seemed very uncomfortable. And it's just like, if the whole family is so negative towards it, like it's just, why is it even worth trying to win the parents over? And the mom was just like, I need someone with 100% my son. And like, she made us wait three hours and like, we just didn't have that same loving experience. She wasn't all in and they're just differently compatible. Like we got that, but like, there's a way to do that. And maybe they just had, she just likes to be theatrical. So, you know, TV on TV world, they love that. So of course they're just like, say whatever you want, Barb. And they keep paying to her face at different scenes. I'm just like, that's out of line. I mean, even he was just like, you know, this sweet, if he want to pick this person, he's saying he loved, they need to accept that. I'm just like, this is too messy. And the dad's just like, this ain't normal. <laughs> the dad's like, why did you do this show? This ain't normal A way to meet somebody. And if you did all this stress before, that's not how you want to look back at the start of your relationship, which is also true. So I'm just confused as to why Madison and Peter are so pressed to be together and work it out. It's weird. It's so weird. Um, but yeah, I definitely felt the mother was out of line and I'm just like, I guess, did you just want to milk everything you got on TV? I just felt like it was just too much. Like it was unnecessary, like just unnecessary. You could have felt all you felt about the interactions that the brief time you had and feel like they're not necessarily compatible, but like at the end of the day, your son is a grown man, has his own decisions. So he made this decision. So you should try to support him. It's not like he's out here, like. I don't know. It's just like support the best you can. Try to be nice to her because she's a human being like anybody else. Um, and if it doesn't work out, like that's a hard lesson for her to learn. Like it's not like you didn't warn him that she wasn't the right person, but it's not like she's some kind of like 
I don't know, uh, like drug out person. He has to deal with all that baggage or something. It's not like that kind of situation where you'd be like, please, son, don't get involved in this. Like she literally is like, seems like a nice person, nice little, uh, um, family she came from. It's just the way she lives her life far as she's saying with her faith and morals, he is not the same way. It's not a priority to him basically. So that is going to be a problem they're going to clash on. So there's no reason for you to be this extreme. And her to be like, he just, what did she say? He has to crash and burn or like fail to succeed, fail to succeed. I think that's what she said. I'm like, really? You did not have to say that. It was just, I just thought she was rude, super rude. And like I said, the camera people, the producers, they were loving it. They kept panning to her face every two seconds. And she'd be whispering to her husband. I feel like at one point she was telling her husband, you better not undermine me kind of thing. <laughs> I was like, ooh, she mad. Her husband was like, well, it's a tough situation. <laughs> it was just very awkward and messy. And she was just doing the most. And that comes the end of this messy, ridiculous season of The Bachelor. And honestly, with the next season, The Bachelorette with Claire... Crowley, I think her name is, coming back from past seasons. I don't know. I know I keep saying every time I'm not sure I'm going to watch it, but honestly, I think for real this time, I'm not going to watch it. I just don't have any desire. I might just skip to Bachelor in Paradise and be okay that I don't know the people's backstories. Like, from, I just don't care. I just watch it for the fun of it. Because I don't, I think I need a break. I really do. Anyway, let me know if you watched the season, if you thought it was a hot mess, or if you've been stopped watching The Bachelor. But you can let me know your thoughts at Your TV Digest on Instagram and Twitter. And until next time, bye!